Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing, a number of bishops and priests say they intend to hold communions and confirmations despite the COVID-19 public health advice. And last week, the Bishop of Elphin, Kevin Doran, said he had held discussions with senior priests in his diocese and decided that scheduled ceremonies would proceed in line with public health regulations. He said the guidance issued by the government was advice rather than regulation. But the Health Minister, Stephen Donnelly, said uh, the Taoiseach have uh, hit back at, and the Taoiseach have hit back at bishops who have told their diocese uh, to proceed with the, re- uh, the religious ceremonies. Public health officials have warned against large gatherings and have said that young people are more at risk now than ever before due to the Delta variant and they are unvaccinated. Taoiseach Michal Martin has said church authorities should accept the government's decision over the cancellation of the Holy Communions and Confirmations in good faith. A nice wording there actually, isn't there? A bit of irony in that. Uh, speaking on Friday, he said... I would say to the church authorities that the government's only motivation here in terms of the regulations we have brought in in respect of gatherings and congregations is to protect people. It's to protect people's health. Father Ray Donovan is a parish priest in Carraconleish in County Limerick. I'm sure I pronounced that wrong. And spokesperson for the Association of Catholic Priests and he joins me on the air. Good afternoon to you, Father Donovan. And likewise, Niall. I'm sure I've pronounced Cahar uh, Conleash wrong, have I? No, I haven't, actually. I think it's No, probably... that's pretty good. That's, huh? that's nearly 99%. All right. <laughs> okay, well, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think of what Kevin Doran is saying? That More or less, what are you saying is, hold on for a second, I can have 50 people for a wedding here, I can have people for a baptismal, but I can't have people for a confirmation and communion, and he believes it doesn't make any sense because he's going to stick within the guidelines as their only advice anyway. Yeah, I can understand where some of these bishops are coming from. You know, a pandemic is so new. We've never had this in our lifetime. And there are inconsistencies. And you can see how people are getting frustrated and people are saying, you know, we should be having communions and confirmations because so many other things are happening. Mm -hmm. But the health authorities, I mean, the public health guidelines, we've been following them for the last year and a half. And they have been uh, very good for us. And they're flouting the public health guidelines by encouraging to, to go ahead with confirmations and communions. That's the bottom line, really. I, I, I think the concern from government is not so much, you know, the 50 kids and a parent in, in a church. It's probably the goings-on afterwards, isn't it? And I suppose encouraging yes. that event, you know, going from auntie to uncle and uncle to auntie and maybe having a, a meal in a restaurant with a few friends. I think that's part of the problem, isn't it? It is. And... I think uh, the health minister stated there recently that uh, previously a, a lot of cases arose from these parties after communions and confirmations. So that would be some of the evidence that they're uh, presented with. Yeah, it wasn't um, the actual church ceremony. To, no, Because, not, of course, the churches yeah. have been very responsible in how they're dealing with COVID-19 so far. They have. And, and I think maybe some of the bishops, I, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing some of the stuff at the moment where People are saying, you know, good on you, bishops. You're you're flexing your muscles uh, about time, you know. But the, um, the 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 state or the public health authorities are not anti-church or anti-faith. Well, they um, have been accused of being, haven't they? They have, yeah. Mm. But but that's a perception that's false, and um, 
that that needs to be hit on the head. The mm. government and NEFAS are completely for protecting life and um, they're not anti-church. I mean, there was, there was an argument, of course, during the lockdowns that the churches were such large buildings um, that the, le- the level of risk uh, and even looking at the data that NEFAS had produced before Christmas uh, in you know places of worship was quite low. Uh, because yes, of these large yeah. buildings, of course, and and generally speaking, a lot of the people that would go in there would be of the older generation, and right. they wore and they wore masks, etc. They were quite compliant when it came to wearing masks, etc., etc. And they would have been the first ones to be vaccinated too, of course, um, yes. because I mean, I imagine the average age of church worship now is probably about forty years of age, would it be? The average age, I'd say, would be a lot more. <laughs> what what, 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 what is the average age? So, what, do you, yeah. what do you reckon the, on a Sunday morning, what do you think the average age is? What do you reckon? Well, I, I reckon it's over, it's certainly over 55, if not over 60, the average. Right, okay, yeah. so it's going to go on. And by the way, somebody asked me the other day, by the way, how many priests, I mean, we seem to be running out of priests. I mean, is there many priests invested every year? I mean, at one stage, I think we only had one in one year. How many new priests are coming on board, or is there many? Um, there are very few. I, I think I've heard of one being ordained in Galway, but that's the exception to the rule. Um, there are very few coming on board. Um, it, it's a whole model of church, a whole way of... Go- uh, it's coming to an end. That's reality. And what happens um, if people want to get married? Because we will be talking about divorces a little bit later on. What happens if people want to get married in the future? I mean, where are we? who's going to be marrying them? Just, I suppose, ministers? Yeah, that, that, that's why I think I should be preparing maybe six or seven people here in the parish to take over my role and to ordain them to... You know, to, uh, mm. to to do these kind of things. Uh, now is the time we should be preparing. Um, the Church of Ireland, of course, have got over it a bit in terms of that they have a lot of um, ministers coming up. They have a lot of women priests, and mm. um, so that that's been a. They're very healthy. I think that they have no problems about replacing their clergy presently. Yeah. So that would that would. So and we what about from other countries? Because of course we have a lot of foreign nationals coming into Ireland now. Is there many foreign priests even coming into Ireland? Um, there are a, a number of dioceses that are doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know our diocese is adamant that we won't go down that road, and I think okay. they're quite wise because. Um, uh, it was a huge difficulty of culture. I mean, Irish people were very complex. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are a complex nation. But so getting back to confirmations and communion, confirmation and communion, of course, is not only a religious occasion. It's a tradition. It's like weddings. It's like funerals. It's like everybody else, baptismals. It's become a tradition. Even people who are not practicing Catholics will get their kids, you know, confirmed and yeah. uh, the yeah. communion. I mean, it's been two years now, essentially, without the confirmation and communion season, which is around May or so up to now. I mean, I'm sure you're getting a lot of your local parishioners are saying, come on, Roy, give us a hand here. Let's sort this out. Let's let's fight back with the government. The kids need to get out and make a few quid and wear their nice clothes. I mean, you must be getting a bit of pressure, are you? No, I'm not getting that um, from our parish. Um, the, the coordinating group last year for communions um, said to me, look, um, we're prepared to wait. We want to have the party as well as the religious celebration, and we're prepared to wait as long as it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, that, that, so. There's quite a number of parents who are very um, open like that. Yeah. Um, there'd be a number of others, obviously, that are wanting a definite date, and um, and that's a difficulty because. Of course, things change day by day, of course, yeah. Yeah, you can't offer certainty. And uh, so quite a number of people find it very difficult to live with uncertainty and uh, with lack of clarity. 
Um, and in uh, relation, I, in relation, I know you mentioned to my producer Ashling that you you got a letter from the bishop, basically, um, in relation to I suppose going forward, what the plan is, and what what was the the contents of that letter? Um, yeah, the the bishop told us to be very prudent and not to go ahead until we get the guidelines. All right, okay. So basically, uh, you stick to your guns. Yeah, that's right. And, yes, and yes. listen so to public health we advice. We have uniformity in our diocese that way regarding communions and confirmations. Yeah. Before I let you go, Roy, uh, and we move away just slightly from confirmations to communions, just, and I know I, I didn't kind of prep you for this one, so I might be catching you, out, catching you off the ball here, okay? But I mean, the, the story I mentioned to Tara there coming out of the news about the number of divorce applications in the state last year rose by nearly a third. And the same the year before, by the way, it rose quite substantially mm-hmm. the year before as well. Yeah. What do you believe the reason that more and more people are getting divorced? What do you think the reason is? Well, I, I think a number of people get it wrong the first time, and but certainly most people seem to get it right the second time. Because we know I what think, we want. <laughs> yeah, I think your previous speaker made that point. Uh, that there's always been uh, um, breakups, but... Uh, there were, there, I suppose, you know, with property, with um, housing and all of that, uh, people haven't, haven't had choices in the past. You know, as, as a society, as we get, I suppose, more well off, um, our basic needs are met and then we, we, we can go on and move on. Um, so there's more freedom to move on. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, a lot of people make mistakes in, in marriage and um um, as I say, um, it's, from my experience, they go right the second time. Yeah, well, I'm just looking at my Twitter poll I put up only an hour ago, by the way. There's nearly 600 votes on it there. And it says uh, 36% of people believe, yes, it's an outdated concept. And 56% said no, and 8% said they weren't sure. I'm not too sure about the ones that say they're not sure whether they know it or not. But even 36% in that, I'm not a scientific poll, obviously, but still, 36%, that's a very high figure. I wouldn't have expected that. It, it is, yeah. But I mean, I, as I see it, uh, the fact that so many people want to get married a second time shows that it's not mm. <laughs> nowadays. Is, uh, um, that you yeah, know, but you won't be getting get married. Right. You won't be getting married by Father Ro- uh, Roy Donovan in a church the second time. That's the only thing because the church still don't allow that, do they? No, no, no. no. Unless, of course, yeah. you, unless you get a papal annulment, do they still exist? Yes. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, yeah, they, they they do, and they're very um, elaborate, um, awkward um, systems. So, um, do you get many applications for them, Roy? Have you had many applications? Uh, yeah, every once in a while. I can't say there's too many, um, because right. um, you know, for the for the marriage to be annulled, you know, that you have to say that there never really was a that it wasn't marriage. consummated in the first yeah. place. Yes, yeah, so I mean, that's um, difficult to prove, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, well, I suppose, um, I suppose children is the evidence of that one, probably. To be honest, yes, with you. yes, yeah. All right, well, listen. I mean, nobody wants a broken marriage. Nobody, 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 nobody wants that. And no. um, but that's human condition, isn't it? Um, yep. Yeah. Well, I, I've said this yeah. before. Nobody walks down the aisle thinking, "When am I going to get divorced?" It's yeah, a big happy yeah. day for everybody. Listen, thank you very much indeed, Father Roy Donovan, yeah. parish okay, priest. Nice. Okay. Thank you very much indeed. Okay. With uh, in Carraconleish in County Limerick. And basically what he's saying is that the bishop has told them, has set out the guidelines for them, uh, that they should follow the guidelines and adhere to the guidelines from Neffet and the government and not to be rogues. <laughs> the Bishop of Elfin, Kevin Doran, of course, has been a bit of a rogue. He said the guidance issue with the government was advice rather than regulation. He's firing on. So I want to know what you think. Do you think it's a big risk? Now, of course, let me explain this. The risk itself is not in relation to the church. I suppose, because they could reduce the numbers. They could limit the numbers, I suppose, if they really wanted to. And 
the risk, according to government, is what happens afterwards. So at the moment, currently, you can have, you know, baptismal. You can have a wedding with a limited number in a church. You can have all of those things, but you can't have a confirmation of communion. And the reason is the government believes that after the last time that it happened, there was evidence to suggest that baptism or that communions and confirmations Afterwards, the parties afterwards, the door-to-door visiting, the, you know, going around to aunties and uncles, all that kind of thing, they believe increases the possibility of the spread of COVID-19, particularly it's young children who are not vaccinated. And of course, it's more of a risk now, they say, with the Delta variant. So I'm asking you, because there's a poll online, and I've seen a few polls today online, and they're all kind of split down the middle. It's got a more or less 50-50. So I want to ask you, do you believe that confirmations and communions should go ahead? After all, some people believe it's an attack on the Catholic Church, primarily because we can go to other events. You know what I mean? There is other events happening outdoors, blah, 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 blah. They could do it in the car park if they really want. It's nice weather. Uh, They could allow, say, the child and one parent into the church just, you know, for the celebration itself and then kind of say to you, listen, don't have a party afterwards. And that's entirely up to yourself and your responsibility. And it's not the church's responsibility to make sure you're a bit well behaved after you walk out the car park. So let me know, do you believe confirmations and communions should go ahead? Let me know. The number is 087-188-0008. So who are you supporting? The Bishop of Alphen, Kevin Doran, or Father Roy, who was on me a few minutes ago, who believes that we should follow the guidelines. If the government says no, it means no. The number is 087-188-0008. Should they go ahead? Yes or no? Let me go to Leanne. Leanne, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? Good. Leanne, I mean, okay, you've got two sets of priests and bishops kind of with a different view of the whole thing. And they're saying, oh, look, you know, if you can have a baptismal or a wedding, why can't we just have a confirmation and communion? Maybe, you know, one child, one parent, etc. limit the numbers. But the concerns by government is what happens afterwards, I suppose. Exactly, Now, I can totally understand the government's concerns and what can happen after. But I just think it's dragging out now and it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's the poor kids that you feel sorry for. They're getting their hopes so worked up for their big day and they're getting so excited, especially the younger ones who are for um, communion as well. Uh, they wouldn't really understand that the older ones, like my daughter is 13 now, going into second year in September and she still hasn't had her confirmation yet. And would you be a particularly religious person, Leanne, or, or is it just because it's traditional, I suppose? No, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a religious person. I'm not going to like say yeah. that I go to church every weekend or anything like that. It's just that it's ridiculous because, I mean, they're old enough to understand that weddings are going ahead with 100 people. It was our last year in primary school. She was supposed to make it the week of March 2020 when they closed all the schools. Yep. So that last year at primary school, that was robbed of them as well, obviously, because of COVID. Yeah. So to be getting like so excited to see their friends again, to like see them because he hadn't seen them in so long, to make plans with them, it, it's just, it's not fair on them now. Well, I know, I know the kids look forward to it. Now, well, I know with confirmation, it's not so much about dressing up because they tend to make the confirmation of the uniforms anyway, don't they? Um, yeah, it's not even it's the about money. Like, it's the money. money that you spend or anything like that. Yeah. It's not about that at all. It's, it's about the kids. And I can't understand how you can now have 100 people at a wedding but yeah, you can't have a communion or a confirmation in a church. And my daughter's primary school, which I'd be allowed to make it, it's St. Frequent's primary school in Beaumont. Yeah. They even went outside the parish and there was two other um, churches that were willing to 
to hold the confirmations because the churches were bigger, so you could social distance better. And yeah, and I get that, and I get what the churches are saying. Uh, uh, even though I know Father Roy is against it, and he and he would rather stick with the guidelines. But I get what Kevin Dorn is saying too, the Bishop of Elphin, and he's saying you know more or less the actual communion and confirmation ceremony itself, if done properly, of course, and the numbers are restricted, say with one parent per child or whatever, you know, and no grannies and granddads and all that kind of carry on. It can, it's workable, it's doable, right? But he's concerned that you're going to be booking a pub afterwards. You know, little Mary or Johnny is going to be going from auntie to auntie and visiting people and there's, it's going to be parties and houses. And So I suppose that's the concern, isn't it, the government have? I can totally understand that and I could probably imagine that some people would, would do that. And some people are a bit uh, over the top about that whole thing as well. Yes, it probably would be a bit over the top. I can totally understand that as well. So you can understand where the government are coming from, but... I think they're going to have to, in a way, stop thinking of that and just let the kids have their confirmation, have their communion, because you're coming into September now. It's going mm. to be a third set of second classes and sixth classes, probably not going to make their confirmation again. And it's going to drag on then in for yeah. how long? Another, like, two years now. Well, what I can understand is if, you can, if you're going to have 22 kids in a class together with a school teacher and in a school with 400 other students, why you can't have them in a church? And I get, the, I get the hypocrisy of all that. That doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever. But I suppose from the government's point of view and what Stephen Donnelly is saying is they're trying to limit the risks, you know. And You can understand that, but I think the longer they're, they're dragging all this out, the more it's, it's not going to get sorted out in the end. We'll, we'll stay there for a second because I want to go to Mary as well. Mary on our, our Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mary? I'm very well now. Uh, okay, now, are you particularly religious? Would you consider yourself a practising Catholic? Yes. Okay, all right. And and you believe they should go ahead? Yeah, I mean, I have no kids. I have no grandchildren. I have no vested interest in these Yeah, no skin kids. in the game, so to speak, no. yeah. But from the point of view of a practising Catholic, I, I think it's, it's crazy what's going on at the minute. Um, I mean, I emailed Bishop Dorn over the weekend congratulating him on his stand. Mm-hmm. I also emailed Michal Martin and I asked him to explain to me how he can justify allowing 50 into a christening at the moment who won't allow their siblings to receive the sacrament of communion and confirmation. It, do, it does seem to be about that particular sacrament of confirmation and communion. Well, well, well I, again, I, I reiterate what I said to Leanne. It's, it's particularly because after that sacrament, there tends to be parties. Now, I know after baptismals, by the way, there's parties anyway, probably too. Can I just tell you, there's parties happening all still. They're happening anyway. I know, I, I know people had a wedding last weekend. They had their marquee at home in their garden. Now, who, who patrolled that? Yeah. Yeah, no, and I get Martin you. has said it's okay, you can have a hundred for the wedding. This is an absolute... Exactly, Mary is right there, exactly. It's, it's a big, I think it's a, a nearly a suppression of the Catholic Church at this stage, that's what they're doing. And I have respected their guidelines, I have... And the church, Niall, I spoke to you earlier on this year about opening the churches for Easter. Mm-hmm. That All the churches are conforming at this stage to the guidelines, to the sanitizing, and I really am concerned at the agenda that's going on here with the government. So you, you believe there's a particular agenda. Now, I did say that to Father Rye, but he didn't believe that was the case. But but I know the Bishop of Elphin may believe that. So you believe there's, a, there's an agenda. Because, Niall, where's the logic, as I said, in allowing 50 into the church for a christening? Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, your sibling cannot receive the sacrament of communion or confirmation within, within, a, within a mass setting with 50 people as well. 
Where is the logic? Well, there, you're right. There doesn't seem to be any particular no. logic to that setting in a church. Yes. But I'm only going by what Stephen Donnelly is saying. Now, it depends whether you take Stephen Donnelly seriously. Some people clearly do. Some people clearly don't. He's not the most popular minister in Ireland at the moment. But his point is, with the Delta variant, of course, that children are not vaccinated. And basically, there's more, you know, and, and they'll be kind of spreading it around by having parties or... No, 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 no. I don't accept that. Listen to me. Children are going to mess. We're only asking for those children to be allowed to celebrate the sacrament. The, the government has no right to dictate what goes on behind the doors of the church. Full stop. But they do, yeah, but they, with the, with the greatest respect, Mary, they do dictate what happens, goes, goes on behind the doors of all sorts of buildings. Restaurants, bars, churches, nightclubs, bingo halls. That's what they've done for the last year because they're obviously, you know, rules have to be made to protect people's lives. And I, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, this is totally outrageous. We can produce our COVID cert and we can get in places to have a meal and all at this stage. Pubs are open. I've no problem with any of that. But all I'm asking for is a fair, a fair, a, a fair opportunity here to let, if the children this year that are leaving national school don't get their confirmation soon, Nile, they're going into secondary school and they're not going to receive it then. Do you know? Yeah, well, that, that's exactly, Leanne's point. Her daughter has missed yeah, it two exactly. years now. My daughter is going into second year in September and yeah. still hasn't received that document yeah. of confirmation. And, mm. and it's just that, I, that there is absolutely no logic in all this. And, okay, parties afterwards. Nile, nobody can police whether there's a party or whether. We never, when my nieces and nephews were having their communions and confirmations, we only celebrated as a family at home. Mm-hmm. We didn't go to pubs. No, well, we we didn't go to pubs either. But when I was a young fellow, we made our communion confirmation. You were kind of dragged from auntie to uncle. Well, we didn't have that, and that doesn't happen anymore now. Now, oh, you're knocking on doors, knocking on neighbours' doors with a no, card in your hand. No, no, that doesn't happen now. <laughs> and your hand out. I'm living in the state here where there's kids all around. No, they don't do that anymore. So. Do they not? No, absolutely not. Ah, but they do go. They do get money from relations, of don't they? Of course they do. They yeah. all have our communion money, and some people yeah. still have it. I know, I know a couple of people who still have their communion money. Mary, what, by the way, Mary, what did you do? Can you remember what you bought with your communion money? No, I don't think. Niall, I was in a family of 11. I don't think there was much, much communion money going around in my day. Leanne, what did you do with your communion money? Can you remember? I probably spent it probably on, back on tape recorders or clothes, but I remember yeah. it got uh-huh. to say to me, I don't think we even the cards. I remember, I remember I got for my communion, I got £60 for my confirmation and I got £19 in my communion, right? I can remember. And I bought an action man with scuba gear. Now you have a great memory for now then. <laughs> an action man and scuba gear. And I remember sitting in the bath on the Saturday night because my mother used to, we used to have our baths on a Saturday night and yeah. I sat in the bath on Saturday night with my action man with the scuba gear. Beautiful. <laughs> in the water. I bought it in Hector Gray's. <laughs> A long oh, time I remember ago. all the girls out of our class. We all we got our photographs taken in the school that day, and like that, we all went up to the city centre, and that's, we went around spending our confirmation money then. Yeah, Did you go to Hector Gray's. Hector Gray's. Yeah, Hector Gray's used to be in Liffey Street. That's where all the toys were, wasn't it? Before the kind of toy shop. Probably went in there. Probably did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So both of you believe that it should go ahead, and, and 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 you. Yeah. I mean, you go with the Bishop of Elphin, who believes these are just is just advice rather than regulation. Yeah. And yeah. it should go ahead. And you. It and, go and, ahead. and do you? By the way, Leanne, do you uh, concur what Mary's saying? But she believes it's an attack on the Catholic Church. Uh, I thought. 
I don't know, like, I can't understand how it would be an attack on the Catholic Church because it shouldn't be. Well, an agenda, I suppose, uh, against, you know, because uh, you know, the same happened, I suppose, during the lockdowns to the churches were the last places to be allowed to open again. Well, with the yeah. exception of the restaurants and pubs. You know, that there was, even though they're big buildings and with very little risk. I think that's what I mean. If you have churches that, like, are bigger and are willing to hold the confirmations and the communions at a good social distance, why can't they not go ahead? I mean, they've gone ahead in the north. They, well, they have gone ahead in the north, yeah, yeah. They've gone ahead over in England. They, they're actually, they're, they've been happening months in the north. Yeah. And yeah. what I know is because my partner's daughter made her confirmation yeah. go back about three months ago. And the same in the UK. So uh, it, it's just, there's no logic. And I don't care what Stephen Donnelly and me well, they, And what they did was they restricted it to one parent. Of course. Yeah. So one parent, <laughs> no grannies and granddads and aunts and uncles, just one parent and the child. Okay. That's all. That's, and, and you'd be happy enough with that, I suppose, Mary. One, yeah. And Leanne, one parent and the child. Yes, if Stephen Donnelly and the government are saying about that they're afraid because people are going to have all these big parties, well, how come people are allowed to go and have all these big parties after their wedding? Because that's all I've seen mm-hmm. on my Facebook for the last like few weeks, yeah. is people having parties after their wedding. Yeah, well, I mean, you can have a party in a restaurant tonight, provided, of course, if you want to go indoors, you're all vaccinated. But stay there. Let me go to Pat as well. Pat, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Pat? Oh, good, Noel. Um, just in relation to the priest that was on, I forgot his name. I, I, Father I, I, Roy Donovan. Father Roy Donovan. I, I, I respect his point of view, but I totally and absolutely disagree. I also disagree, and I agree with some of the people you've had on there. This, this is a crazy setup where, whereby... They, they do allow children into pubs. They do allow children into weddings. They do allow these gatherings. And yes, you can't have a communion, you know. And I do think it, it's a populist, it's a misguided populist view, I think, from the like of Stephen Donnelly and, and, and the cohort there. And it, it does smack to me as being, a, uh, being an anti-Catholic and an anti-church um, uh, I, I don't know what a bias. You believe there's a bias. Yeah, yeah well, a bias. Yeah, I, okay. I, I do believe there's a bias. But one thing, one thing. They disagree with that, by the way. But it just, yeah, go. Yeah, one thing you can be sure of: a lot of people who are Catholic, and and there are people who are devout Catholic. And I'm not a devout Catholic, Noel, uh, but I am Catholic. I do go to mass not every Sunday. I do receive the sacraments. Uh, but but be, 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 they can be sure that these people will be the people who are going out voting. And if they like a Stephen Donnelly, and if they like a... I don't know who else... Uh, Michal, well, Michal Martin and Stephen were the ones talking about it over the weekend. Uh, yeah. 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 Michal, Michal, Mr. Bournes, as he's commonly known up here in Dublin, <laughs> you know, from The Simpsons. I mean, he, he, he just swings whichever way he thinks. Well, I mean, well, me, well, Michal Martin will be taking advice. I, I, he will tell you, and Stephen Donnelly will tell you, they're taking advice from Neffet. And Neffet said that they have evidence uh, that, you know, certain, you know, events are a bigger risk than others, according to them, with the Delta variant and, of course, the fact that children are not vaccinated. But that's a fair point. But then where do you go when it comes to weddings? Where do you go when it comes to uh, indoor dining where children are allowed, you know? And and maybe there could be a hundred people in in, in the indoor dining. I mean, no, I'm not disagreeing, Pat. There's a million and one, you know, uh, I suppose, hypocrisies going on at the moment. And I get get that. 
but I suppose it's a matter of trying to decide which ones are worse than the others. I mean, look, look at the amount of fathers who can't be with their partners if they're being given bad news in a maternity hospital. I mean, that's crazy, you know, and yet a wedding can take place with 100 people. So in other words, a woman could go into a maternity hospital, be given bad news and her partner has to wait outside in some instance. Uh, meanwhile, she can come out of that hospital, walk across the road and the two of them can sit down in a restaurant together. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, there's a lot of things not making sense. But in yeah, saying that, that's just the way it is. Just, just to go back there, uh, to, to, to go back to you there, yep. Lyle. I mean, that, that tells you the dysfunction of, of, the, uh, of the HSE, where who's in charge? Well, well, the government have said in relation to maternity uh, and maternity hospitals that that is not up to them. They have said they have no issue with fathers and, you know, and the fathers of the children being there with the mothers, the expectant mothers. Um, they said they have no issue that that's hospital policies. So that's a whole other argument. But, but sorry, Leanne, you want to try and say something? So, well, hang on, Pat. Niall. Oh, Mary, sorry. Sorry. Niall, but can I say, I mean, coming back again to the church, he has said that it's okay to have Christians with 50 people, and that's the family situation as well. He has endorsed that. So what's the difference between that and... And, and, I, and I get what you're saying. It's a label, because there's a particular label on it. And, and I only said this to somebody today. Before they had 100 people at a wedding, which was announced last week, by the way, from the 5th of August, right? You could go into a restaurant, invite your whole wedding party, 120 of them, provided they all fit and they were all metre apart and indoors with their QR codes. And you can invite them all as long as you don't call it a wedding. Yeah. It's allowed. Yeah. But well, because you have the label wedding on it, it wouldn't be. You know, yeah, well, The same with the confirmation communion. Sorry, yeah, Pat. Sorry, sorry, just go back and I agree with that. I agree with yourself because I do know, I don't want to mention the hotel. It's not too far from us out here in, in North County, Dublin that had a golf uh, tournament gathering of 210, I think, 210. And they couldn't have a wedding for over X amount of people. And it's, it's a little bit like what you said. Uh, you, you spoke about the health minister, and uh, as I call him, Mr. Bourne's, uh, the, the, the shop, Right? It's a little bit like simple Simon said, put your hands on your head. None of this makes sense. Well, no, no, I won't say none of it makes sense. There are, no, well, with the greatest respect, part, there are some things that make sense, but some of these kind of anomalies or hypocrisies to a lot of people don't make sense. And maybe it's kind of blunt instrument stuff, and I get that, I do understand that, but I do agree with Mary and yourself and Leanne. It wouldn't, I don't think it would make a huge amount of difference uh, when we look at the figures at the moment to have, you know, to allow a parent with a child you know, before you have a huge backlog of children for the, for three years who don't make your confirmation and communion, I don't think it would make a huge amount of difference. Can I ask? Yeah, sorry, go, go ahead, Mary. Yeah, what's another concern for me at the moment is the restricted visitation to nursing homes, that they're still only allowing two visits per week to the elderly in the nursing homes. Now, I know that varies from nursing homes to nursing homes. Yeah. That, is, that, that is happening. Now, that to me is a no cry as well. That, and there's nobody speaking about and, it. And the point you're making is because they're all vaccinated and, and you're wearing your masks and stuff, I assume, that you believe that, you know, at the end of somebody's life, for example, they should have a better quality of life and visits from family and friends. Niall, no, no, these poor creators don't know what's happening with what's gone on in the last year. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's so wrong. I mean, I have nobody in care at the minute, thank God. But it's, I just think it's, it's so wrong and so awful that they're not being allowed to see there. Now, I know that's the 
from the ginger, but look, that's another. Well, well somebody mentioned here, by the way, they, they had a Muslim call to prayer in Crow Park recently. Why not think big, says Siobhan of the Midwest, book Crow Park for the communions? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, or Parky Cueve or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's a good idea. Thelman Park, whatever. Uh, okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 87 That's not a bad idea, Siobhan. They did it recently, didn't they, with the Muslim community? Uh, they had a call to prayer, didn't they, in, in Crow Park? And they did it last year, I think, or six or seven months ago, whenever it was. Was it for the end of Ramadan or something like that, I think? I'm not too sure. Anyway, it was a celebration of some description, a Muslim celebration. So why not do the same thing, I suppose, for the Catholics, is what Siobhan is saying. Here on your Ireland. Classic hits. How you doing, Kieran? How's it going, Ray? Good. Your daughter's due to make her. Well, when I say due to make her communion, she's not making it at the moment, but she was yeah. planning on making it. Yeah, she was. And I was just putting you up there. You're saying there on the show, uh, one parent and one child, which is ridiculous. There's no way I'm going to stand outside a church when my daughter inside with her mother making a communion. And while I'm out there, I look next to the hotel beside me. There's a hundred people in celebrating a wedding, like. Yeah, but but all I'm saying is be thankful for small mercies, needs, must, no. etc., etc. Because, I mean, if they turned around and said, right, we'll allow confirmations and communions, but we have to limit the numbers. I mean, two parents is going to triple the number for the one child, if you yeah, understand. But, that's three yeah, people for one commu- yeah, confirmation two communion. Two parents are in one bubble. Yeah, but I, I know my, my own partner, my own partner who lives in Northern Ireland, her daughter made a confirmation. They only allowed one parent. Yeah, no, that's, that's ridiculous, like... Well, it's either that or nothing. See, that, I, I'm not saying it's the best idea, Kieran. It's a bit of a Hobson's choice, and I'm, I don't agree with it necessarily. And I don't think the risk is that big. But but I'm, what I'm, and I agree with most people on today. But I'm saying if there's a possibility, would that not be better than nothing? No, have have two Saturdays ready. Have two communions, split it in half. So they do one group one Saturday, the other group the following Saturday. We can't leave parents out. Mm-hmm. I like, get you. There's there's ladies in having babies and their husbands are being left outside. You can't just leave fathers out of everything. Mm-hmm. Well, well, why, well, it doesn't you, necessarily have, have to be the father, by the way. I mean, the mother can wait outside too, you know what I mean? If you have a communion, the father's going to be outside. So it's going to be him outside, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably right. You know what I mean? So I, I just don't agree what you're saying. Just go one, one parent and one child. It, it just doesn't make sense. Well, I suppose you could always argue that if it's a boy making communion, it might be the mother outside and the father going in. But if it's a girl, it might I, be... You know as well as I do, it would be the father that'd be left you'd out. You'd be you'd be left right? out in the cold, Karen, yeah. will you? That day. And oh, and oh. Uh, is this is this the first year she's is she supposed to make it this year? Or was she supposed to make yeah. it last year? No, she's supposed to make it a few months ago. So. And is she disappointed? Uh, she is, and she isn't. She doesn't. She'd like to get it done, but. And would you be a practicing Catholic, Karen? Honestly, no. Right. I, I, got, I, I wouldn't do mass. I do mass the odd Christmas day or weddings and funerals. That's it. But when, when you say that you'd like to be inside to see, you know, the, the, the proceedings itself. It's my I'm, daughter's day. I know, but, you, but she's going to come out to the car park and she's all dressed up and you'll see her beforehand. You'll see her after. No. You can take pictures. You can be in the family photographs. I mean, if that was all that was allowed, she'd have to just put up with it. Yeah, well, it, it shouldn't be allowed. If there's a hundred people allowed to go to a wedding, yeah, no, I, I guess. why? Why should the father be left out of a communion? No, no, I, I, oh, I, I, I. By oh, the way, oh, I wasn't oh. having a go at fathers. I'm the last one you'll hear on oh, the radio oh, having a go at fathers. I'm just. Yeah. I was just saying if there was some sort of compromise somewhere along the line. Yeah, there, there could be compromise where they don't have a hundred people at, at a wedding. Are they split and it then, in two? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? so, or even do it out in the car park if the weather's good. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that's just my opinion on that. Okay, no, Bob and Karen, thanks for joining us today. Let me go to Eric as well. Eric, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Eric? Hi, Nile. How are you? Good. I mean, Eric, do you disagree or agree with the bishops who have proposed to go ahead and do these anyway? Um, my take is that they should be going ahead. Right. I know you've had, a number, you've had a number of speakers on and they've made very valid points. The way I compare it is, I compare it to sports slightly. Can you imagine if um, the government made announcements that uh, the football championship can take place for men but not for women, or the under-20 championship can be played and not the minors, or something like that. Um, there would be there would be accusations of discrimination or, or well, whatever. What, you're going down the road, Kira, I was going down the road that if they allowed just one parent. Well, no, not that. I like, like mass goes ahead. Oh, I get so you, mass, I get you, mass, I get you. Mass, yeah, mass goes ahead now. Um, yeah, wedding goes ahead, baptismals go ahead. Yeah. yeah. My son got baptised not long ago, and yeah. we have whatever, 20 there. Okay. So the, the certain services, certain religion services are going ahead, and there's no problem, and others aren't. And they've been they've been cancelled now. They've, like my my nephew has he's cancelled twice now. And yeah. It's supposed to go ahead in, in a month and a half, and we're not sure if it will. So you believe we're, there's uh, a kind of level of discrimination just against that particular sacrament for some reason? Yeah, and and if you think about it as well, is everyone agrees, and even I think the government has even agreed that it's not the actual sacrament that's the problem. It's the afterwards. It's what happens after? Well, so that's a personal imagine, responsibility, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Can you imagine if if you were stopped going into a shop? Because if you were stopped going into shop because you might buy beer, and because when you go home you might drink that beer and have a party. With but but there was yeah, but there was restrictions on crowd numbers, for example, for Crow Park for the the All Ireland Final, and the concern was not so much about the All Ireland Final because of course they can supervise that, but they can get people to sit apart, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The concern was what people are doing before and afterwards. So in other words, getting there, you know, five lads in a van or going to a pub afterwards, or that was more the concern, isn't it? Yes, and, and that was valid. But what they did there is everybody, every match, there was no crowds at any match across any sport. Mind so, you, in the UK at the moment, they have no restrictions now on football events. They have full stadiums yeah. again. And their case numbers for seven days, I believe, in a row have gone down. Correct. And if you think back, mm-hmm. three so weeks ago, make any sense. the European Championship finals that England were in. Yeah. And the case numbers have dropped. I think uh, the case numbers have dropped now, yeah. yeah mm. they've, they've well, I know they did peak there about two weeks ago at something like 50,000 yeah. or something like that, yeah. It is, and they're down to half that now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, Look, I think it's unfair. I think it's unfair on the children. It's unfair on the families that have been cancelled quite a number of times. I would say the vast majority of families would be quite sensible um, if confirmations and communions went ahead. I would like to say, I'd like to say I would agree with you, right? Now, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not one of these people who goes on and on and on about COVID, etc., etc. And I'm sure you're well aware of that. But I'd like to say that I would agree with you. But there are people that for confirmation and communion go over the top. Yes, you're right. But I said the vast majority. And I would, but those people, the people that go over the top, they don't need an excuse. They go over, they the, go top over the top anyway. anyway is the point. Look, when, when the sun is shining, they go over the top. When it's raining, they go over the top. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah. people, the people that were going to go over the top are going to do it anyway. And if, if the confirmation party isn't going ahead, they might just have a party anyway if the weather is nice. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I, I just think it's unfair that a certain, a certain t- religious service is, is hit and other religious services aren't. I think it should and be would you board. would you be okay if they said, I, I know Kira wasn't, but if they turned around as they do, say, up in the north, and said, well, I, I think they've removed that restriction now, but up to recently, you could have a confirmation communion, but only uh, one child, uh, one parent to one child. Well, I would like it if it was my child, but... That would be a bit unfair, nephew, would it? Yes, I think it would be unfair. But my nephew, I know now from speaking to my relations at the weekend, they just want to have the confirmation now because it's been dragging on. 
So the people that are in it, the people that have had it, had it cancelled twice, and um, well, the people I know that have it cancelled twice, I think they want it done now because it's kind of like a rite of passage. And life well, it is a rite of passage, yeah. yeah. Uh, life moves on. So they want to kind of move on to the next stage of the child's development. And this is kind of, I won't say holding them back, but it's still there, if that makes sense. I wonder, are bar mitzvahs, are, are, they, are they restricted in some way? I don't know. I am, I'm only guessing. Well, mind you, the Jewish community is quite small in Ireland. But I do wonder if they're restricted in some way. But, okay, well, listen, I appreciate your comments. And I think more or less everybody today on the show, without exception, believe that the government needs to rethink this. All right, listen, thank you very much indeed, Eric, and I appreciate you coming on the air. Lots of people, by the way, sending in audio messages as well. How are you? Uh, I find it hilarious that all these people are giving out stink about not being able to uh, to get in and get the, the communions done. Half of them wouldn't even go near the church, to be honest. <laughs> They're just looking for a party. That's probably true. I don't think so much it's about the party. I think, but look, I believe that most children, maybe I'm wrong in thinking this, if you're going to give it out to me now, most children make the communion and their confirmation really couldn't care less about the whole religious aspect of it. They just want to make money out of it because most kids make it their confirmation probably want to get enough money for a mobile phone. That's usually, I believe, the most common gift bought for themselves these days out of the money they get. And then, I suppose, communion, I don't know what they're going to do with that money. Maybe they will buy a mobile phone if they're allowed at seven or eight years of age. But certainly, they make quite a substantial amount of money nowadays. I heard one kid there going back two years ago was on the air as well as mother was on the air telling us that he got 700 euro. Maybe that, that's even cheap. I don't know. 700 euro door to door, you know, off aunts and uncles. I think the going rate now, if I'm corrected on this one, Ashling will probably correct me. I think the going rate is probably 50 quid, Ash, is it? 50 quid's the going rate. And that's only if it's a cousin. If it's your own daughter or son, it's probably 100 quid. Anyway, that's the going rate. But they are a rite of passage anyway. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.